following show is pre-recorded. Welcome to this 820 AM The Word broadcast special, Heart of the City. Pastors, ministry leaders, and churches have received a call to serve their communities with the love and compassion of Christ. The call is from God's heart to the heart of the city. This is Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmstead, the Director of Operations for 820 AM The Word. And I've got a special friend with me today. Her name is Paula hey, Richmond. Pamela. Pa- I, did I say Paula? Oh That's my. Okay. You know how many times that happens? <laughs> I mean, I, I at least meet someone at least a few times a year that says, Thank you, Paula. <laughs> and I just go, You're welcome. Uh, this is a great way <laughs> to like, start. You know, if, okay. it, if it was any That's other okay, way. Charles. I, no, just, <laughs> I would, I would, this would do a re edit and a retake, but we're going to leave it just that like right it there, is. Because that's what life is. That's you know right. What I mean, we're going to leave it just like that, uncut. Uncut. And, and I'm going to be real scared if it's uncut with the stuff that comes out of my mouth. Because, okay, I'm just, I'm glad you said a prayer at the beginning of this because I'm like, Jesus, please anoint my tongue. <laughs> I have a tongue for talking. <laughs> there, yes, you do. Well, Pamela Richmond. <laughs> And uh, so, as you can tell, we're going to have fun today yeah, as we fun share your is my story. My middle name. I'm telling you, <laughs> my husband's somewhere going. Okay, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> he's got some extra things to add. To that. <laughs> so, uh, Pamela is the. Uh, do you call yourself the owner, the founder, the what of Big Bean Coffee Roasters in Olympia? Are you the? You know what? I wish I could call myself the vessel for God, who's who started the business. Okay, but I on the on the website. Owner, founder, it doesn't matter. I yeah. mean, I, it's a title. You know, yeah. I started I started the company. Um, uh, I got the vision from the Lord. Uh, and this was planted in me probably when I was four. But I went through the whole life, you know, journey before I took a, le- a leap of faith and um, s- stopped my regular working for major companies and CEOs and small businesses and trying to help them bring the bottom line up. And the whole time I was enjoying uh, the meetings and the negotiating, the negotiations and the meetings that I was doing over coffee, dreaming about one day I'm going to start my coffee company, you know, because it's just, I, I, I don't know how to say it better than uh, coffee's joy, you know, and I gravitate toward joy. So I started four years old pretending to drink coffee in the kitchen with my older sister and, uh, to, well, drinking pretend coffee, put it that right, way. Right, right. Listening to, um, having listened to our mother with her friends drinking coffee uh, and talking about how are the kids. We used to do this play acting thing in the morning and go, so how are the kids? You know, it's like <laughs> I was four years old with pretend coffee. That's where it started. And then I, you know, said I was going to be the next Connie Chung or Dan Rather <laughs> when I went to school, uh-huh. went to college for that, and then um, took the journey of thinking I was going to be Mary Tyler Moore and make it on my own after college, and then thought I was going to, my major with broadcast journalism, thought I was going to go out and set the world on fire. Uh-huh. Like Mary and throw your hat in the air. Throw my hat yeah. up in the air. Yeah, I just had air. all these big pipe dreams, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then ended up going into media advertising with... Um, television and radio and you know someone's like oh you should do this and you should do that it was always like that and why aren't you on television and how come you're not talking you know because that's my whole life you know and um I just did that for a long time and really just decided that um I wanted to uh change people's hearts for the Lord and I wanted to do it in a way that meant something to me and have fun doing it and 
there lies coffee. Yeah. Pretty much with with a whole lot in between. So. Well, as you and I were talking beforehand, um, you you grew up uh, or grew up in Wisconsin, or you were originally in Wisconsin, and moved right. around a lot. Your dad yes. was a part of. Yeah, he worked for Job Corps. Job He's Corps. Center director for Job Corps. He mm-hmm. started out in as a teaching counselor in Job Corps when he was younger. His major was he got a master's in biology or something, and then started out in um, Job Corps, and then they would promote him. You know, so when he would get a promotion, we would end up in, well, we were in Wisconsin uh, area, and then we would be promoted to Montana, and then Missouri, and then he went on, because I had come up in junior college and then went to Ohio University, then they moved to Washington, D.C., well, Woodbridge, Virginia, he was working, then they finally moved to North Carolina. So in between there, it goes like this. So when someone goes, where are you from? I I now say the United States of America, because (laughs) I don't really know how to answer that. Right. But I'm like, I was born in California, raised in Wisconsin, lived a a couple years in between Illinois, Texas, Montana, a year or two there, mostly Wisconsin and Missouri, finished out college in Started college in Missouri, finished it out in Ohio University, started my career. That's kind of yeah. how it went. Yeah. So. so what was your faith journey like? Were your parents Christians? Did you grow up in a Christian family? Or or what, uh, what was that like? This, My faith journey was one of, I, I describe it like this. My mother taught me to say my prayers every night. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We went to church. You know, I went to church. Uh, my dad grew up in the church, in a, in a Baptist church. My mom grew up in more Pentecostal church. But my household was very laid back regarding um, religion, you know. So we went to church like it was what you do on a Sunday. And sometimes dad would go fishing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mom would be like, you're going fishing, you're not going, whatever. Right. And, and she taught me about the Lord. But I didn't really, it was more of a duty type of a thing. And, you know, I was, you know, went to high school and wanted to be president of this and president of that and did all this big stuff in high school. Then I went to college. And um, when I got to college, I went to the number three party school in the, I went from not being a party. Well, I partied in junior college a little bit. When I say party, I want to be I want to be specific because party these days means extreme things. Mm-hmm. Mine is like playing quarters with beer, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not proud. This is, this is BC before Christ. Okay, right. People? I'm just going <laughs> to clarify. So my journey was, you know, junior college and, um, and then I went to Ohio University. And that last year, I remember being in Ohio University thinking, why am I here? Because every other building was like a party scene. Like, you know, that's all that you could do in that little small college town. And I called my parents, and I remember I had an offer to go to, like, Baylor or somewhere. And I remember in my heart, that's where I really wanted to be. I wanted to be, like, at Baylor. or And I didn't quite really understand why at that point, um, because I did believe in God, and I said my prayers, but I didn't have a personal relationship with the Lord. So it was that last year in school that I'm like, this is, something's missing. This mm-hmm. is just not that much fun anymore. I just, I was like, can I go, can I just go to, go to Baylor now? My parents would be like, you're on a full scholarship, you know, have fun, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a point where I was like, okay, I'm just going to have fun since I'm here. And that's what I did, you know, just went partying with my friends and stuff. So Jesus was someone who I would pray to at the end of the night <laughs> for mm-hmm. partying. Jesus, 
please help me, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, and then, you know, just uh, uh, one day I said, this is, is this all there is? And I accepted the Lord in my life uh, that last year in college, became saved. I was new, in, uh, new as a Christian. Uh, and then I met my husband about a year or two after that. And I was so excited about him because he was born and raised in the same place in Arkansas his whole life. He also was an athlete, played football. And his dad was a pastor. His mom, you know, and I, had, I come from parents who are like, my dad's like, what do the parents do? Is he from a two-parent home? What do they do? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do the whole fill out. The, and I was like doing the check mark. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Two-parent home. His dad's a pastor. He, you know, they're, yeah. and they're beautiful people. They're very... Oh my gosh! And his dad passed away a few years ago, and that's a whole other story I can get to. We have a lot of stories, okay? <laughs> Listen, you may never hear from Chuck with you have me. I'm sorry, people. You're probably like this lady. I've been waiting the whole time. To- <laughs> He's never going to ask her a question. She says, "You don't have to worry about that." Okay. That's right. Anyway, um, yeah. So I met him, and he was born and raised in Arkansas, and I was so excited about that. And he was very grounded and. He was saved at eight years old, and he was Mr. My Straight Guy who's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. reeling me in. And he still reels me in to this day, even though I'm like, you know, yeah. a, a good God girl. Um, and, you know, from there, I just I just grew in the Lord, and I thought, oh, I just got it all figured out. And then real life happens. You have to actually apply. You know, you're, you're saved. Apply those words you're reading. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to learn how to walk it the walk and then i learned about faith and then i learned about the holy spirit and all that good stuff along the way and um uh was tested a few times uh, uh i'm here by the grace of god because i was told when i was about 23 or 24 by a doctor that he saw a large mass on the screen and that i would never have kids and i'm gonna have to have a hysterectomy and he just pretty much said that's cancer he said when it looks like that that's cancer and then i had praying people. I had a lot of praying people that got together and then I had gone back to the uh, doctor and he said, we don't see a mask, a mask. And they didn't see a mask, had surgery. There was no mask. That was, and people say, well, that young doctor, you know, he didn't tell you right. Yes, he did. There was a mask on the screen. I saw it. I had cancer. God healed me of it. And that was like my first big, big lesson in, wow, this thing works. Mm-hmm. This faith thing really works, you know. And then I was told I wouldn't have any kids. Next faith big thing in my life, you know, I have a beautiful daughter. You know, we you know we had twins, and you know, uh, you know, uh, by the grace of God, we have a beautiful daughter, mm-hmm. and she's sixteen, and she almost didn't make it. So that then I'm thinking, oh, I really, I'm really learning the faith thing now, you know. Mm-hmm. But about the coffee, the divine thing, I'm going to move this in here because. Um, and this is not a plug to, to buy Big Bean Coffee, okay? I'm just, it's a part of my, the thread of who I am. <laughs> yeah, start of your journey. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, uh, I grew up always saying, this is big. Oh, that's big. That's a big deal. I would come home from school and say, Mom, Mom, guess what happened? This is big. Oh, that's big. And even when it wasn't big, it was a big deal. Right. You know? So um, my favorite word was big. I used to always say that. And then um, I remember cut to the part of the faith story that I started to talk about. Um, it was right around the time that my daughter was maybe about one or two. I was talking to my father-in-law who um, to this day was my greatest mentor, counselor, friend. 
outside of Jesus, you know, at this particular time, who taught me a lot about the Lord um, in addition to the other people in my life. He just was just such a strong, uh, God-fearing man who really was just, I don't know how to explain it. We just had a good communication going, my father-in-law. And he, I was talking to him on the phone, and he said something about Ephesians 3.20. And, uh, and I, I don't remember, I hadn't remembered what it was about at that time. And so I had gotten my Bible out, and I was doing Bible study. And I, I like to go sit in closets, and that's where I feel like I'm really, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was sitting in there, and I was reading Ephesians 3.20, and I'm like, it says that God does exceedingly beyond anything you can think or imagine according to his power in you. And I was reading it, and I went, wow, that is big. Now, that's a big, di- that's a big deal right there. Oh, oh, my goodness. The word big, that's got, that's, that, that literally is what the word big means. It means Ephesians 3.20, right? Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, I hadn't decided at that time to start a company. wasn't even thinking about starting a coffee company. I just, that was planted in me, Ephesians 3.20. And I equated that to the word big. Um, years later, uh, we had moved to Nashville. We took a leap of faith and moved to Nashville. Um, I think my daughter was about four. And when I was out there, I had started to grow in my passion for coffee even more and was trying to figure out how that was going to look in my life. But I still was working jobs, and I would wake up in the morning and feel this overwhelming need to be doing what the Lord wanted me to do. I forgot a part. Let me back up because when we, we had moved to Washington state, you know, when we had gotten married, we moved to Washington state and it was about 1996, 97. I was in in the car in downtown Olympia. And I remember uh, seeing people cross the road and I was sitting there and I would look at them and they looked like they wanted to know someone like Jesus, but maybe they don't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. I remember I was at the light, and I go, wow, this just feels really sad. Or you'd see someone that looked like, I don't want to know Jesus, mm-hmm. and I don't believe in him. It'd be one of those two. And I'm sure there's, and I found out later, there's a lot of beautiful, God-loving people in Olympia, but my, you know, this is my experience at the time. And the Holy Spirit told me, you should put the word back into uh, the city. You know, and, you know, I didn't know. This is 1996-97. Within the same week, I had gone to Barnes & Noble because my husband and I used to close it out on a date there <laughs> reading books. Right. And I walked it right after the Holy Spirit had told me that. Within two weeks, I walked by a newsstand, and it said that Washington State was the least church state in the nation. And I, that, once again, another seed is planted. And I'm like, wow, that's that explains what's going on it just was felt very you know because we moved out here i was in love with this state like i'm gonna go out there coffee coffee the beauty the coffee you know the newlywed mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i was all excited and so when that happened that kind of became real and planted seed then we had moved to nashville and when i was in nashville this all threads together bear with me everybody i know it's like we're going on a ride and so we get out to nashville and um my very dearest closest friend, Kimby, one of my closest friends, because I got some good ones out there. Um, she said, uh, what is it that you really want to do? You know, because, you know, I had done a lot of things and uh, was passionate about all of them, but I was always wanting to change people's hearts for the Lord. What does that look like? You know what I mean? Because 
And and she, uh, I said, I really just love coffee. I like coffee and I love to talk and I just love coffee and I, I love Jesus. You know, it's just mm. like, I love Jesus, I love coffee, I love talking. <laughs> okay. There's three things I love. Yeah, Jesus. Things. Jesus, you know, she she gave me a cup that says Christ, um, Christ coffee and comedy. And she goes, in that order or right. something like that. And I said, well, but, you know, talking, to you know, communication, you know, right. trying to like stick it in there. Right. But, um. Um, I had decided at the time, I told her, I said, uh, when I started a company, I wanted it to be named Big, based on Ephesians 3.20. And, and oh my goodness, Kimby, did you know that if Big Backwards is God is big, God is big, and it fits that. That's amazing. And we were like, oh, this is exciting, <laughs> because we get real creative. Together. Right. And so her husband, Scott, it was in the background. She goes, Scott, did you know what big means and he goes oh yeah sure believe in god and we went oh oh my goodness i can't you know so we're going from you're going from big my favorite word big ephesians 320 big god is big and then the the ultimate reason why we're doing it believe in god Mm -hmm. because if you believe in god he will do exceedingly beyond anything you can think or imagine according to his power in you because why god is big it's like, this is amazing. You know, I can do coffee and I'm going to go be geeky and go back to coffee school and learn how to do it because I don't want to stop what I'm doing and then do barista and sweep a floor and go back, you know, because hello, I'm not a spring chicken. But I'm just saying, on top of that, I wanted to be able to say, no, I really know about coffee because I was studying it in the background the whole time. Mm-hmm. Every little extra moment I had, I was reading about, you know, the high altitude of coffee and what makes the best you know, green bean and, you know, what's the best brew and you've got to have filtered water and this and it, ma- it makes a difference. And my, my family teases me. They go, right, the milk makes it sweet. They just, you know, <laughs> they go, don't don't get her started. Okay? Right. Just really don't get, you know, the dark roast, the second crack, the first crack. The You know, people were just getting so sick and tired of it. And I went to school so I could really be geeky about coffee because I just am a big fat geek about coffee. Minus the fat. Let's pretend, you know, let's just scratch it out. So anyway, (laughs) a big, a a skinny girl. (laughs) Anyway, and even in coffee school, I had surreal moments of looking at how everyone was, you know, I I felt like that. There's this song that came out in the 90s where the video, she's a bumblebee, the young girl, What is the name of that song? I wish I knew. My husband and I love it. We had a little emotional moment. It's a rock song. And she's a bumblebee and she doesn't fit in. And she goes out into the field and she finds, she finally finds other bumblebees. And then they start dancing in the video like they're all together because I found my person. I went to coffee school. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm home. Hmm. It was amazing how I felt that way. But then I had another feeling. I was there and everybody, God, God love them. They're so amazing. And I fit right in there. But the way I didn't fit was they were, it was almost like a worship of coffee. Mm. And I went, that is not me. I'm a priority girl. Hence, on the website I put, we're priority driven because I would never put anything before the Lord because mm-hmm. you just, you know, not because I'm just hoity toity and better than everybody else. It's just, I just can't imagine that. You know, we wouldn't even have coffee if it wasn't for the Lord, you know. So I just was like, okay, I see how I, fit in but I'm different you know so I want to use that as a power tool and that combined with 
my love of um, changing people's lives and building in communities and changing communities, using that as a power tool, is what I'm doing with Big Bean Coffee Roasters. I want to change people's hearts that work these big companies that go in there, that they need some inspiration, they need some encouragement, and they also need extremely delicious coffee. <laughs> so that's why I'm geeky about it. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'm just. Well, we've got about four minutes left. Are and you serious no, with me? We I know it's started. good. I know we did. This is not right. <laughs> We're talking I to Pam. Talk. I only said what year I was born. I yeah. never got to say anything. It's just, this, this is what you get with me. You know, I thought, oh, we were only in this for 10 minutes and we're done already. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. I'm going to leave and go, I didn't even say this and I didn't say that and I didn't say that. That's right. That's the, anyway, that's the wonder of doing radio. No, but. You're but, so patient. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking to Pamela Richmond and uh, she's the owner and and founder of bigbeancoffeeroasters.com and she's got coffee. brought me some coffee and, and on it it says stay grounded i love that you're a big deal yes so thank you yep. so so uh, talk to me a little bit more about how you see your love of coffee working in conjunction with other businesses to help uh, expand the, the kingdom of god and the body of christ that's amazing um, pretty much it just does it with this product because the Lord said that, you know, the word's going out into the world and that's big to us. So when I work with businesses, I want to put coffee in their businesses. We're, we're now working on some K-cups to get going because that's, even though I'm not a fan of the K-cup, I'm a little geeky with the French press. Um, we're doing some kind of some fancy things with it so it can be a real quality. So businesses and restaurants and, um, I just want to pour into people's hearts and wherever they are in their business and partner with them to help their employees, um, with gift coffee, coffee, corporate gifts, um, any sort of way that they want to put messages with their coffee, we're able to do that. Um, uh, if you have a specific type of coffee you like, I, you know, we do blends. Um, I really just want to spread the word. And at proceeds from our coffee, go back into the community because I want the communities to grow. And we're trying to support people that are trying to do uh, businesses that are Christ-centered with some in some capacity. Maybe they shall sell shoes she sells seashells whether maybe they sell shoes and that's just in their uh their corporate structure something that's scripture related you're that's a great that that you may be up for uh something to help you out in your business with our proceeds we're doing some big things with big benevolence Mm -hmm. yeah we're just kind of up and coming trying to change communities yeah and you know because we think that you know olympia is the city of light and every city is the city of light, and that's what we're trying to do with it. So we're new, we're growing, we're excited. We want to hear from you. We want to serve you coffee. You know, so if you have a <clears throat> excuse me, if you have a restaurant or a business, um, please contact us. And that's well, let's tell people how they can get a hold of you. Where can they find your website? How can they reach out to you? You can, you can get on the website uh, info at bigbeancoffeeroasters.com and send me a message and I can get something to you. Also, I want to squeeze in this beautiful Carmelita. Oh, this is, wow. this, this woman, Kimby Shaw, prays over every batch. This is our product now. You can get that at Big Bean Coffee Roasters. Her story is also divine. Really. I'm not kidding. So this is a major look at that. Oh, it's wow. Like, that looks really good. It's, it's, it's huge. She does a lot that she pours into that. Yeah. I mean, layers and layers of it. Yeah. Or you can call, um, you can uh, you're welcome to call me. The number's on the website as well. And um, I would love to just hear from people 
you know, and just be able to talk with you about what you're trying to do with your business and how we can partner with you. Yeah. Well, it's, we've been talking today with Pamela Richmond. She's the founder. This was fun. I know, isn't it? We'll have to do this again <laughs> this sometime. BigBeanCoffeeRoasters.com. And uh, Thanks, you can everybody. get some information there. And I'm sure you'll have a great conversation with Pamela. Thank you for joining me today on Heart God of the is City. That is good all the time. Thank Amen. You. Thanks. Amen. You've been listening to this 820 AM, the word special heart of the city. For more information on how your pastor or your ministry can be featured on 820 AM, the word, call Chuck Olmstead, 206-269-6216, or go to thewordseattle.com.